Um, I want to show you something. This is, this is very secular, but you guys know I love Dr. Dr. Joe Dispenza, right? Oh, let me read one thing to you. This is kind of cool. This is from his book. Um, I want to show you the power of belief. This is from his book, You Are the Placebo. Anybody ever read that? Um, <clears throat> anyway, uh, you guys know what a placebo is? It's like in medicine where they, they tell you you're getting medicine, but you're not. You're getting a sugar pill or you're getting saline or something. So this is where it all started. I, I just, this is so fascinating to me. And um, as the saying goes, desperate times call for desperate measures. When Harvard-educated American surgeon Henry Beecher was serving in World War II, he ran out of morphine. Near the end of the war, morphine was in short supply in military field, hospi- in military field hospitals. At the time... Beecher was about to operate on a badly wounded soldier, and he was afraid that without painkillers, the soldier might go into fatal cardiovascular shock. What happened next astounded him. Without skipping a beat, one of the nurses filled a syringe with saline, salt, right, and gave, it, gave the soldier a shot just as if he were injecting him with morphine. The soldier calmed down immediately. He reacted as though he'd actually received the drug, even though all he had was a squirt of salt water. Beecher went ahead with the operation, cutting into the soldier's flesh, making what repairs were necessary, sewing him back up, all without anesthesia. The soldier, felt, the soldier felt very little pain and did not go into shock. And after the stunning success, whenever the field hospital ran out of morphine, Beecher did the same thing again and again, injected saline just as if you were injecting morphine. The experience convinced him of the power of placebo. What you believe is what you're going to experience. Does that make sense? So we're going to teach you how to unravel all this nonsense that we believe about ourselves. It's not your fault. It's just we've believed the wrong thing about who God is and who we are for so long. So anyway, in 1955, Beecher, was made history, Beecher made history when he authored a clinical review of 15 studies published by the Journal of American Medical Association that, that not only discussed the huge significance of placebos, but also called for a new model of medical research that would randomly assign subjects to receive active medications or placebos, so they'd had a test, a clinical test, um, so what we now refer to as randomized controlled trials, that the powerful placebo effect wouldn't distort results. The, the idea that we can phys- that alter physical reality through thought, belief, expectation alone, whether we're fully aware of it or not, certainly didn't start in World War II. The Bible is filled with stories of miraculous healing. Isn't that cool? So they did it over and over and over. And here's what's here. If they go, hey, this is just sailing, what do you think they would have felt? Pain. So when they believed... Is that cool or is that cool? And that's why I, I know they can't, but I wish doctors could go, fantastic news. Everything's getting better. And I, I just believe it would empty the hospitals. I really believe that. Because they, they trust doctors. So when the doctor's like, hey, I'm going to give you this shot, and, uh, and it's not, you're not going to feel anything, how does that happen? That's pretty crazy that they, they do it over and over and over. There's so many testimonies in there if you, if you see it. So anyway, is that cool or is that cool? All right, I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to tell you about this video because I want you to get this. Maybe we hit the lights just so they can see it, guys. Is, um, so we, last, last week I talked about how Dr. Dispenza, he's teaching his kids this, right? Which kind of gets him in trouble because he's like, oh, God. So I'm teaching my kids they can manifest anything they want. Prayer actually works, right? And so when his son's going, um, oh, time out. So when his son's going, uh, hey, Dad, I want to I make more money than engineers, and I want to work anywhere in the world, and I want to be able to surf six months out of the year. What do most of you parents do? Get realistic, right? And I'm like, get unrealistic. All, how many things are possible? Do you believe it? Okay, this one's even better. And it's, it's, it's about seven minutes, but, and I'm showing this because I want you to see all things are possible. My daughter probably is really the greatest creator I've ever come across in my life. And um, I'll tell you a few stories of my children in closing. Uh, My daughter was um, 15 years old. And um, it was the summertime and she sat down with me and she just, by the way, had finished her last creation, which was acting in a music video that she created that became number one in the United States on the charts. And so she, she was uh, with me at, uh, uh, in the summer, and I said, so, Gigi, what do you want to work on next? What do you want to work on? And now she's 15 years old, so you can imagine. And she said, 
I want an unlimited shopping spree. <laughs> now, what am I going to say to her? No. I said, okay, here's the deal. You got to practice this every day. And I want you to get very clear on your mind on what it would be like to have the most amazing shopping spree of your life. But you can't get up as the same person who sat down in your meditation. You have to get up like you just had the most amazing shopping spree and you shopped your brains out. <laughs> and what do you think she said? No problem, Dad. And so it was the summertime, and in the summertime, children love their freedom. But she worked with me, and I'm, I wake up at 4.30 in the morning, and I do my meditation, and then I'm waiting for her, you know, and I hear the alarm go off, and I hear a rough, you know, rustle around in there, and then I hear her settle down, and I wait. And, you know, 30 minutes later, boom, the door opens up, and I look at her, and I go, how was it? And she go, and I said, you have to recondition your body into believing that that future event is happening to, your, to you now because your body as the unconscious mind does not know the difference between an actual experience that produces an emotion and emotion that you fabricate by thought alone. And you have to change the circuitry in your brain neurologically to look like the event has happened then you have to emotionally condition your body into believing that future event is already done. And when your thoughts and feelings are aligned, when your mind and body are working together, you're headed for a new destiny. Now, there were some mornings she didn't want to do it, but I kind of knocked on her door and I said, hey, come on, I did mine, you're going to do yours? And I got down on her level and I let her know that I had completed mine and I asked her to complete hers. Now, I was in Washington, D.C., I'll never forget this. I was driving in the cab getting ready to do this lecture and the phone rings and it's my daughter on the phone. Now I can't tell if she's laughing or she's crying, but she's altered in some way. And I say, what, what, what? Oh, you know that unlimited shopping spree? It happened today. I said, really? Tell me everything, don't leave anything out. She said, okay. And she was visiting a friend of hers in Santa Monica, California. And I live in the Pacific Northwest in Seattle. And she said, okay, Dad, I went to my favorite store. And my buddy and I were, you know, rifling through the racks. You know how kids do that. And she said, all of a sudden, this guy walks up to us, my friend and I, and says to my friend, hey, is your father Sam Borelli? And uh, the young girl says, yeah, that's my dad. He said, okay, you two come with me. So he takes these two kids, he walks them behind the counter, and then behind the door, and he says, listen, your dad did me a major favor six months ago, and I've been trying to figure out a way to pay him back. And so he reaches into his pocket, and he pulls out the company credit card, and he said, ladies, have a nice afternoon. So <clears throat> the, the cab pulls over on the side of the road, and I say to my daughter, <clears throat> how much <laughs> did you spend? She spent, said, I spent $7,500 today, Dad. <laughs> I said, do you feel guilty about that? She said, nope. And I said, never feel guilty for anything you do, good or bad. And so I said, look, I got to go. I'm going to call you on my way back to the airport on Sunday. You know, congratulations. Now, she's the type of kid that bought stuff for her brothers and, you know, everything else. But <clears throat> so when I'm driving back uh, on, the, on the cab, I call her up. How you doing? How's it going? Now, here's the beauty behind the whole thing. She was... Seven, 15 years old, yeah, 15 years old. And she said, Dad, you know what? The experience was way greater than I ever imagined. And then she said, but you know the part that I can't stop thinking about? It was my mind that created this. Now, my daughter since then has created 
so many amazing things in her life. And uh, it was Christmas time, and I sat down with her, and I said to her, okay, how do you do it? What's the secret? <laughs> and she said, I'm going to tell you what I do. I move into a state of being where I convince my brain and body it's already done, and then I get up and live as if my prayers are already answered. She said, I, the moment I start to analyze and try to figure out where it's going to come from, I just return back to the old self. The new self would never think that way. And I said, say that again. <laughs> so my children begin to understand that they are empowered by their mind and their interaction with the field of intelligence that everybody has access to. Christianese it so you guys don't get all psyched out, right? We'll put scripture to it. I just think that's cool. You guys think that's cool? There's no limits. And we've always said that. It's that somewhere between seven years old and 17, you get realistic, and then you get old and grumpy and get religious, and it sucks. Because I think we're so fearfully, wonderfully made. I think this is real for anybody, anytime, all the time. And, and what he said at the end, he's like, listen, when we condition our mind and we tap into... You know, science calls it the field or quantum and infinite intelligence. We call it God. We call it the Holy Spirit. We call it, he's in and through and withholds all things by himself. All of his abundance, all his love, all of his passion, everything is flowing through every atom of our bodies. Does that make sense? And that's, that's where I'm just going to get you. Is, you know, that's why scripture over and over and over. And I just, I'm just showing you more and more scriptures that it's all the same. It's, all, it's, it's, it's not religious. It's, this is who he is. He's a good father that's provided everything. He's a good husband that's provided everything. And he doesn't say no. He says, sure. That sounds fun. It's like me with my kids. I don't go, hey, Solomon, Angelique, bear. Uh, and I, I, we just showed Angelique this yesterday. I said, Angelique, the most important thing I can show you is right here, is I want you to see this, because she's really creative. And uh, I was like, you get it? She's like, yeah, dad, I can create. So I'm like, fantastic. So you see it is already done. Like, how would you feel if we don't go, hey, Angelique, follow these rules, and then you'll be successful. If you do this, then you'll be successful. Here's what we do. Angelique, what do you want to do with your life? And then she tells us, you guys know as parents, and what do you do? That's awesome. We've got this weird idea that God's like, you better obey me, right? I was taught all that. Like, go back to where you last heard him last. The reason you're not being blessed and prospered because you didn't listen to him. Anybody ever hear that? He's not that way. He's a father. He goes, what do you want to do? Yeah, that's good. Let's do that. Does that make sense? In fact, he says, I will put the desire in your heart. If you delight yourself in me, I will place a desire there. Trust me, roll it back to me, commit it to me, and who's going to do it? He working with us is going to do it. Isn't that an exciting prayer then? That's fun, isn't it? So you guys get it? All right, let's go through some scripture just so you know. Uh, uh, and I want you to get this because then prayer becomes actually fun. Prayer isn't this... I used to dread it when we, when we would do the 24-hour prayer things. We had to sign up for it in some of the churches I've been in. So we're going to do a 24-hour prayer. And I was like, oh, that sounds like pain to me. It sounds like a discipline, doesn't it? But if they would have taught me this, like, wait, what? You mean I can, I can, uh, I can create an unlimited shopping spree in, in New York City with my wife and take all of you guys to Legend Suites and we're going to go have fun? We're going to have church in Yankee Stadium. I'm praying, baby. You know, like, does that make sense? So that's, it's very real. And people are like, why would you want to do that? Why, why not? Right? It's, it sounds way better than me doing a 24-hour prayer chain. I'm like, if we teach you guys this stuff, you can teach anybody else to do it and get the same manifestations. Is that cool? All right. So can we hit that first slide or no? All right. Acts 17, 28. This is Paul talking to on Mars Hill in Athens. So he's talking to a bunch of Greeks who, who believe in Greek mythology. And he's talking to the, the Jews that are in the diaspora that are scattered, right? No Christians yet. I want you to understand that. These aren't Christians yet. He's preaching to these guys, okay? So men of Athens, I noticed that you're very religious in every way. <laughs> Does that sound familiar? So for as I was walking along, I saw your many shrines and idols and shrines, if you go look in different translations. And one of your altars had this inscription on it, to an unknown God. This God whom you worship without knowing is the one I'm telling you about, okay? He is God who made the world and everything in it. Since he is the Lord of heaven and earth, he doesn't live in man-made temples. Where does he live? In you. That's it. He goes, I'm going away to prepare many mansions for you. 
he literally says abode, if you go look at it. Where is his abode? Uh, you. Does that make sense? He, you're his abode. You're the temple. So since he's the Lord of heaven and earth, he doesn't live in man-made temples, and human hands can't serve his needs. He has no needs. He himself gives life and breath to how many things? Everything. So anybody that's alive, is it him and him? According to Paul, it is. So he himself gives life and breath to everything, and he satisfies how many needs? Every. That's what I was sharing with a, a friend the other day. I said, once you start to catch what the early church taught, I said, you will see all, every, everything, everywhere, all the time. Won't you? Once you start looking at it in Scripture. He himself gives life and breath to everything. He satisfies every need. From one man, he created how many nations? All the nations throughout the whole earth. He decided beforehand when they should rise and fall and determine their boundaries. His purpose was for the nations to seek after God and perhaps feel their way toward him and find him. Though he's not far from any of us. In fact, this is what he tells them. So he's talking to pagans, Greeks, who understand Greek mythology that they think God's far away, right? And Jews. So he says, though he's not far away from us, where is he? For in him, in is a, is, a, is a preposition of location. So if I'm in my house, where am I? In my house. So if you're in him, where are you? In him. It says, before the foundation of the world, you were found in him. Wild, isn't it? So for in him, we live and move and have our being is what King James says. But it's the word exist. It's I may. So in him, I am. Hallelujah. If you go look it up, that's what it says. I am. In him, I am. Is that cool or is that cool? I just got the chills on that one, man. For in him we live. We're not outside. We're not. He's talking to the pagans. and He's going, listen, he's not far from you. In fact, you're in him. How's that? For in him we, he's talking about them, plural. We live and move and exist. I may. In him I am. So in him you are. And what are you? Everything he is. <laughs> Isn't that wild? So I am. As some of your own poets had said, in, in King James, I think it says prophets. In, so here, here's what he's telling them. Even your own pagan mythology says we are his offspring. And it's literally the Greek word genos. We are from his genes. That's hot. We carry divinity. That's what I'm trying to share with you. In that day, I'm going to send the Holy Spirit and you're going to know you're a son. Guys, we're sons. The whole world is waiting for the manifestation of what? Sons. And all the churches are waiting for God to move. Right? If we pray hard enough, he'll move. And he's going, no, no, you, you are I am in me, and, and we, you carry my genes, and so anytime you want to move, I'll move with you. Does that make sense? There's no distance. There's no delay, as Francois de Troyes always says. He goes, there's no distance. Religion thrives on your separated. Paul, over and over and over, says, that's the lie. That's the lie. And that's why I think it's so fascinating when you listen to these neuroscientists. They go, we know that the entire creation is held together by this infinite field, this intelligent mind. They don't know what to call it. They go, but it's pure love and gratitude. I think that's so weird that scientists say that. Right? It's way better than what I hear most Christians talk about. So... It truly is, because they're like, no, they're outside yet, and he's mad, and he's ticked. I'm like, no, nothing's further from the truth. Is Jesus the same yesterday, today, and forever? Yes. So when he, when he was sitting there with the children, what was he doing? And he said, come. Let the children come, right? And so he's like grandpa. He's like dad with the children sitting on his lap. And has he ever changed? He's still that guy. He's still that guy. Isn't that amazing? So if you've seen Jesus, you've seen the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. That's who he is. Perfect love, perfect everything. Isn't that cool? That's really cool to me. He's not this angry, distant God. He said, even your, even your wrong poets and prophets say you're children of God. That's really good to me. Anyway, so I wanted to show you this. So if in him we live, so we have our life in him, and we move, we, we live, and we are, I may. I am. So, as a man thinketh in his heart, I am. Right? So, if you think God's angry and distant, what are you going to experience? Angry, distant, judgmental. Right? That's, that's Galatians 5. It's like, listen, if you think you have to be somehow work to be pleasing to this guy who loves you perfectly, you're going to work your tail off, just like the older brother in the, in the prodigal son 
He's like, I've worked all this time and you haven't even given me a little kid. What was the father's response? Don't you get it? Everything I have has always been yours. And he stayed outside the party. Does that make sense? There's two types of people. One that thinks they have to earn it and they just get angry. And then the other people that think they can't have it all because they were bad behavior. Which one actually ended up experiencing it? The one with the bad behavior that turned back to the father. Isn't that cool? The older brother stayed outside. So, you are. You guys get this? All right, so, in him, and who is he? Give me some descriptions of who the father is. Perfect love. Compassion. Joyful. He's not a Seahawks fan. Um. (laughs) Huh? Life. He's a Yankees fan. Double favor for you. So, uh, is he perfect health? Yeah. Is he unlimited abundance? So, you're swimming in that at all times, available at all times. In him, all those descriptions you just had is, is literally flowing through every atom in your body at all times. It says the light shines in darkness, but we don't get it. He's shining in and through and withholds us. Is this, is this making sense to you? So what I'm trying to show you is how to get out of this analytical mind where we got to get all of our ducks in a row, right? And operate out of the spirit where he said that everything's going to happen there. So that's, I'm going to teach you really just simple how to pray so you can really start. How many guys are going, I would love to experience this now. Like, I would love to experience unlimited abundance. I'd love to not have to worry about sickness and disease. And I'd love to just have great relationships. Wouldn't that be good? Those are the three things that I think we, that humans, we need more than anything. And it's, and it's simple. So it, what you're experiencing right now is just wrong belief. Most of us got programmed at, before seven years old, if you go study all of it, which is why I wanted to get in medicine in the beginning. Because as long as I've known her, I was like, you know what? I, knew, I just knew certain things. I, and most of you, you were born into perfect innocence and know him completely. And then you got to be taught out of it. No little, every little child believes that God's good and loves them, and we got to teach them about the angry God. Does that make sense? And so uh, I won't even tell you. So some of these pastors I was watching, like, whoa. Woo. Wow. Yeah, that sounds like a God I really want to know. So anyway, next slide. All right. So John, I'm just giving you a review because <laughs> this is so simple to me. In that day, he's talking to him. In that day, you're going to ask Jesus nothing. He's talking to his disciples. You're not going to have to ask me anything. Who, who can they go ask? The Father. So I'm trying to get you to, I'm hammering this over and over and over because it's going to sink in for some of you at one point. To a Jewish mindset, when you were bar mitzvahed, when you were able to be called a son, that means everything in the Father's house you have and you're co-equal. You guys get it? So all of those things that, you're, that you listed, perfect love, compassion, joy, gratitude, unlimited abundance, unlimited health, are yours. It's your inheritance. Does that make sense? You don't have to do any religious thing to get it. So we're going to teach you how to get it. Follow me? And it's really just coming into agreement with what he's already done. And so, in that day, you'll ask the Father, nothing in my family name, that's surname, it's not yelling Jesus. How many of you guys seen people go in Jesus' name and nothing happen? More than I can, more than it did happen, actually. It's the guys who actually know that go, I know what I'm doing when I say in Jesus' name, it means Everything in the surname, I'm, I'm his child. He's my father. I mean, he's my dad. And so everything he has, I have. So when I know when I'm praying in his name, it means I know what I have available to me, and it's free and it's mine. So I can say, yes, it's going to happen. Does that, does that make sense? That's what in the name of Jesus is. Until now, you've asked nothing in my name. Ask. And again, it's not like English asking. It's, it's, that's why I don't like the translation. It says, if you require, is one of the definitions of ahiteo, if you require anything, you will receive it. And then what's going to happen? Your joy may be full. Doesn't that sound like really good prayer? That sounds like great prayer to me. So, but it's not going to happen by you verbalizing words. That's why it's spiritual. All the kingdom is within. So it's not babbling. It's not words. Jesus criticized them like, just go in your closet. It's not a literal closet. He's like, listen, I hear you all times. In fact, when Jesus would even pray, that's why a lot of times if you've had me pray with you, I'll, I'll go, I'm only going to say it so you know what I'm thinking. But Jesus goes, I'm just saying this for their benefit to the people around him. He said, you hear me all the time, Father, meaning we're one. 
is everything you're thinking, I'm thinking. Does that make sense? So it's not verbal words. You guys get it? Because verbal words we hear with what? Here. And it's spiritual. It's within. So it's, it's the hearing inside. Does that make sense? It's our, it's our hearts and minds. And so, all right. <clears throat> and I'm going to just go through this Philippians 4 because this, this is the outline of prayer. And then I'm going to show you really what I think your prayer life will explode, actually. So Philippians 4 out of the Passion Translation. Okay. Be cheerful with joyous celebration in every season of life. Stop. How many of us are doing that? I don't. You? In everything? Because we were talking to Les today, and we we're like, you know, a lot of people, he, a lot of people think he's so far and distant. I go because they're they're down here. He 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 has no darkness in him. He's perfect light and he's perfect joy. So he's he's he. We can't find him sometimes because right there. Be cheerful with joyous celebration in every season of life. Why do we do praise and worship? To start to get joyful, right? Because a lot of people come in and it's like, my life sucks and this happened and this happened and I'm, my, you know, my body's doing this and my, this and this. And he's like, okay, be joyful. <laughs> be cheerful with joyous celebration in every season of life. Let joy overflow. And I'll explain the science behind this too. For you are united with the anointed one. You're one with the anointed one. And that's where, again, think about the anointing. Anytime the old covenant and the anointing came on, miraculous things were attracted to the. Does that make sense? And he's like, guess what? That was just a type and shadow. You're the, you carry the anointing. That was so radical for them. I think we see it in English all the time that we don't even get it. He's like, they became prophets, kings, and priests once the anointing came on. Does that, does that make sense? So what are we? Prophets, kings, and priests. Does that make sense? He goes, I've made you this nation. He wanted to, in the old, even in the old covenant, he said, I want to make you a nation of kings and priests. Well, kings are what? Royalty, right? Isn't that? Yes? And did, did people serve them? Yes. Doesn't, doesn't, doesn't scripture say, hey, they are ministering spirits set forth to the heirs of healing, salvation, sozo, that are going to minister to us. Things happen in the spiritual when we pray. Does that make sense? So it's not begging God because begging God, like how, how most people pray, doesn't look like joy overflowing. When I see most people pray. How many of you guys, when you see most people's prayer group, what does it look like? Oh, God. It's like I'd rather slip my wrist most of the time. And so uh, I was like, there is no joy flowing out of any of this stuff. I'll pray for your brother. Ugh. I got this one. That's usually what it's like. I just like, ugh, because I know what that means is like, oh, I'm so happy I'm not him. He's screwed. For most Christians, honestly, that's what I feel when they tell me that. I'll pray for your brother. Like, you have zero faith right now. I can tell you don't, so I got it. And I'm not saying, does anybody else believe that? Like, feel, not believe that, but feel that way sometimes? Like, when a Christian tells me I'm going to pray for you, 99 out of 100 times I go, you don't get it. I'm fine. I'm like, yeah, you sure pray with me. And then all of a sudden this garbage starts coming out. Lord, if it's your will. What the? <laughs> I'm a dad. I get it. If, if my kids need physical healing, I don't go, Lord, if it's your will. There's no way I love my kids more than the father loves my kids. So if I can feel that emotion, that's what it says. Jesus is not a high priest that doesn't understand every human emotion. He gets it. We can come to him and go, Lord, I need some help. I need you to work on me. And you can start putting yourself into joy, graciousness. Thank you, Father. That You just start renewing your mind again. You start renewing your mind again. And some of you guys, were, the, the science behind it, well, let me finish this, and I'll, then we'll talk about how to do it. All right. So <clears throat> anyway, we got to get ourselves. That's why, uh, you know, that, that, that's what's interesting with me with all the secular guys. Like Tony Robbins, he's like, after all these years, I got it figured out. The most important thing you can ever do is have gratefulness no matter what. No matter what. Doesn't that sound like this? He goes, and literally what's, what's happening is the science behind it is so fascinating. And we'll get into this a little bit more. Um, Kay Fairchild's all over this right now. I know this. She's doing all this uh, mind-body thing. And um, what's really fascinating, though, is who's the temple? What's Paul's revelation? What is the temple? You and I, right? And so the... the so guess what? That means we have the Ark of the Covenant in us somewhere. Does that make sense? 
And in the Old Covenant, God said, which is a type and shadow of good things to come. So the Old, Te- the Old Testament covenant is a picture of something, which is us. Does that make sense? So, uh, so in the Old Covenant, they said, listen, I'm going to meet you between the cherubim. Where were the cherubim in the, in the uh, temple? In the holiest of holies, the mercy seat, exactly right. So the cherubim is literally covering. It's those two created angels that are on top of the mercy seat, right? Does that make sense? He says, I'm going to meet you between the mercy seat. You guys all know what I'm saying, right? So then the new covenant revelation is, okay, you are the temple. So, and the, the, the mercy seat was carried on the shoulders of the priests. So if we're the temple, what, what do our shoulders carry? What do we call these things? You think that's a you think that's coincidence that we call this the temple? Does that, does that make sense? So he says, I'm going to meet you between the cherubim. Well, if you look at the brain, it has two halves that are called what? Cerebrum. Same root word means covering. So I'm going to meet you between these two halves of the brain. And you guys, some of you guys know this because you, you love the science like I do. So in the very center of your brain, what is there's a little gland called what? The pineal gland, which in medicine, again, it's called the epiphany cerebri, where we get shots of light through our whole body and we get revelation. He's going to meet you there. Does that make sense? So here's what's happening is really the science behind it. When you start breathing in the breath of life and you start getting excited and joyful, literally your whole, from the base of your spine all the way up to your brain is your nervous system, right? And some of you guys, engineers, we know this, Michael, right? So as soon as you get an electrical charge moving, what happens? It creates an electrical field, right? Remember the right-hand rule? You put your, your, some of you engineers know this, you put your thumb in the direction of the current and there's this electromagnetic field around it, right? And what does a magnet do? Attracts. And that's why people get all bent out of shape, like the law of attraction. They go, no, it's real, guys. It's so real. There's, it's, the science behind it is actually fascinating to me. So the minute you start getting joyful, here's what happens. You're, you get this electric current going all the way to your pineal gland. It activates the pineal gland, and all of a sudden you get light through your whole body, and you get very sensitive. We would call it gifts of the spirit. We would get very sensitive to things we, didn't, we can't connect with our physical senses. That's where words of knowledge come. That's where just infinite, like, whoa, he downloads come. Like, oh, man, this is what I'm going to do. Does that make sense? That's why we do this, guys. Is, that's why we pray and do all these things is we want that pineal gland activated. Do you like the science? I love the science behind it. Because then what reason I love science, because, and that's where Dr. Dispenza, I think, is the best about the science, because he's like, listen, because science, I can duplicate it. You know, how many of you guys' prayer otherwise is like, I don't know if I'm praying right or not. Has anybody ever been there? I mean, I went to, we, how many prayer things? We books and prayer. I'm like, I just, I'm punting this thing because my life was better before I tried, which was really true because I just knew him and I connected with him. And everybody does, everybody has that. So anyway, so don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. In King James, it says what? Be anxious for nothing. So worry, anxiety, fear, are those normal reactions? Yes. Do I have them? Yes. Do you have them? Yes. What are we supposed to do with that? I would say change it. <laughs> right? I mean, I've seen everybody try to go, I rebuke you, fear. Petrified. <laughs> like nothing's happening. So uh, um, in Jesus' name, like nothing's going to happen again. Because that's not prayer. So... Be saturated in prayer throughout each day, offering your faith-filled request before God with what again? Gratitude, thanksgiving. To tell him every deal of your life, then God's wonderful peace, his oneness, his shalom, his irene in Greek, everything he has, union, I'm one with him. <clears throat> his wonderful peace is going to transcend all human understanding. Human understanding means we can understand it with our senses. Does that make sense? This is spiritual stuff, guys. This is your heart and mind. This is inside. This is in the holiest of holies that we all have. So take it, tell him every day of your life, then God's wonderful shalom, his irene, everything he is, transcends our human understanding, and he will make the answers known to you through Jesus Christ. And that sounds like words of knowledge and ideas and epiphanies. and Interesting? So, so keep your thoughts continually fixed on what is authentic, what is real, honorable, admirable, beautiful, respectful, pure, holy, merciful, kind. So I would just start trying to do this, guys. Is, is, and you heard when, when his 15-year-old daughter manifested that 
what did she say when she said, how do you do it? What did she say? Do you remember? I, I feel as if my prayer has already been answered. I feel as if my prayer has already been answered. If your prayer has already been answered, what would you feel? Joy, gratitude, thanksgiving. That's why it's over and over and over and over and over in Scripture. It's not begging a distant God. Does that make sense? And once you get it, like we've been talking about the secret of the kingdom of God, and it's just like the lady who called me. She's like, I did what you told me to do, and I did it like 20 times a day, and he called me. It's the first person, and he came out of a coma. How did it work? Doesn't that sound like the secret to the kingdom of God? And Jesus tells us, he said, listen, your heart is like soil. Whatever you plant there, we know not how. Your job is not to figure out how it works. Your job is to come under the standing that whatever I continue to put in my heart is going to produce a harvest. And if you know that truth, I promise you, you're going to get joyful. You're not going to have this scattered prayer and wondering if he's doing it right or anything like that. So I would just really, most of you just need to calm yourself down. So you can hear him a little bit, right? And I'm telling you, your thoughts are like, choo, 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 choo. And then you start going, I don't even know if I'm doing this right. <laughs> Just stop already, <laughs> okay? He knows everything. He will reveal himself to you. You don't have to do anything, but just start connecting with him. He'll do it. That's what that girl said. She said, as soon as I started to wonder where it came from and got realistic, what happened? I'd start to doubt but as long as I kept my mind on, nope, that is the secret of the kingdom of God. If you require something, ask, and what's going to happen? You will have it, and so your joy is going to be full. Full stop. Now, we write volumes of books of why that's not true, which is why it's not true for most of those people. Come on, get realistic. No, healing is not realistic, is it? Think about that. Even when you cut your hand, most of you guys, if you cut your hand, as long as you don't cut it off. Uh, do you even worry about it, typically, that it's going to heal? How in the world does it do that? I've duct taped it, too. I have, actually. I actually have. So uh, duct tape and, and uh, super glue. It's beautiful. So saves you some stitches. Hey, our doctor taught us that, didn't he? he so he, he busts up his knee, and he's like, oh, no, no, my wife just carries super glue. I go, you don't stitch your kids up? No, we just super glue it. It's like, we just charge you more when you come in to get stitches. It's like, oh, okay, well, Doc said we can just super glue it. Literally, that's what they do. They put super glue on it, they hold it till it sticks, and then they go. And he had a gash, didn't he? His knee was like split open. I was like, oh, cool, man, the doctors. So anyway, you just don't make as enough. You guys get this? All right, let's go to the next slide. I'm going to teach you how to do this here in a minute. <clears throat> All right, so just a little review, and then I'm going to show you what I do and, and, and uh We'll do it with you. So you can change every area of your life in 2019. I agree with that. Are all things possible? Okay. But it will require us to change our thoughts and feelings. The old man lives by our senses, right? Hey, what we, here, here, the old man is this. I will get joyful once my prayer is answered, once I see it happen. Follow me? And I go, it doesn't work so well, does it? That's why you keep getting the same thing and the same thing and the same thing and the same thing. And then you write a book, my prayer doesn't work sometimes. And God doesn't answer yes all the time. But he says, no, no before you ask, I ask before. Well, think about that. If he's already, if everything he is, is he unlimited? And everything he has, has already been made available, then he's not saying yes or no. He's saying all things are possible. Follow me? Okay. So it's really tapping into our hearts and minds is what it says. We, that's why it says guard your heart with everything you got with all, if you're, going to be, if you're going to use your willpower for anything, it's not working harder. It's not, I'm going to have enough faith. It's what? Guard your heart. Don't allow any thoughts to come through as best as you can that you don't want to experience in your life. Does that make sense? So do you guys want to experience lack? Then why are you thinking about it? You want to experience perfect health? Then why are we thinking about anything other than that? Does that make sense? Most people put their attention on getting healed, which is why they struggle getting healed. They need to put their attention on, I have unlimited health. This Father, Son, Holy Spirit thing rocks. I'm so joyful. Does that, does that make sense? And your body's like going, no, you're not. It's like, no, guard that thing. We don't, we don't operate by the old man. And I'm not trying to do word of faith weirdness on you. You guys understand that? 
where you're denying stuff. In fact, we were just sharing with Chad and Beth. It's, he's, his friend's a... Uh, his friend's an EMT or firefighter, and, and uh, he's like, Christians are the weirdest lot on the planet. I go, here, here. He's like, so I go into this thing, and like, people are in diabetic shock, and they're going, no, no, he's healed. He really doesn't have it. And the, the EMT's going, he, he's going to die. No, no, we have faith. <laughs> and they're, they're dead almost, you know? And they're like, no, no, we have faith. I'm like, no, you don't. That's not the, no, that's not how it works. Does, does that make sense? Is... At that point, get him some medicine, please, so he can stick around long enough to learn some of this stuff. Does that make sense? Is, you guys see what I'm saying? I'm not denying, because Christian science and the, and the word of faith and stuff is like, you know what, don't say that because I, you're, 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 you're gonna open a door and that sickness is gonna come upon you. As far as I can tell, he's already on him. We need to heal his heart because he can even have physical healing, but here's what's gonna happen. Les, Les and I were talking about this all day. We pray for people all the time. They're healed six months later in the same condition. Why? They haven't healed their heart. So the same thing that caused it before. Now, I'm not trying to pick on any of us, but it's, it should be a huge joy to go, you mean all I have to do is think the opposite of what I'm thinking and I'm gonna start experiencing life abundance? Yes, yes. Does that, does that help you guys? So the best you can is you don't allow any thought. And it says, take captive how many thoughts? All. To the obedience of who? The anointing. To the obedience of the anointing. Right? Well, if the anointed, is there any, is there any nonsense in the anointing? Then don't think anything like that. Every, th- every thought, hey, plant it in here. All right. So we're sons of God. We carry divinity. Hey, if he's our father, we have to be a son. We are his genos. What does that mean? We carry his genes. Hallelujah, man. That's so cool once you understand that. We carry such an overwhelming anointing that is so much more powerful and more, that most people realize how many things are possible. Is a $7,500 shopping spree to a girl just ha- randomly in her favorite store, a guy, she's with a friend that doesn't even know and go, hey, here's the company card, have fun. That's fun to me, isn't it? That's really cool. Is that not cool? Let's not be grumpy Christians. I think that's the coolest thing in the world. I, I would like that, right? Hey, anybody want to give me $7,500 on a credit card? I can spend it in one store, one bag for her, right? Easy. So, and I'd have joy unlimited. It would be fun to me. So, and then, then we realize, like, that can happen to every one of us. In fact, it will if we do it. You guys got it? All right, so all things are possible to him who believes. According to your faith, What? Get unto you. So this isn't word of faith, guys. This isn't build your faith up until one level is above a level of other. I'm going to teach you how to do it, okay? You're, you're, de- you're designed to do this, actually. It shouldn't be this foreign thing. So anyway, I love what Dr. Dispenza says this. The quantum model states that all possibilities exist in the present moment. So everything exists when? Now. Einstein got it. He said, as soon as we get past the speed of light, energy equals mass, Right? times the speed of light squared. He goes, there's a dimension that he's in and through and withholds all things. It's Heisenberg's uncertainty principle. That an electron in us could at the same time be in Jupiter, at the exact same time. And it appears where we want it to appear when we observe it. Science shows that, guys. It's a wave. It's an unlimited possibility. Once you put your focus on it, what happens? Performs exactly. It becomes. That's cool once you get it. So guess where we place our attention then when we're in our minds? Only what we want. Does that make sense? Not trying to avoid something, not trying to fix something, not trying to, uh, uh, you guys get it, I think, right? Observe what you want, not praying, not placing on, God, I got all these problems, Lord, please fix these problems. What are you going to get more of? The problem. The problem. Is this making sense to you guys? And I see most people pray like that. Lord, please heal this person? What are they focused on? They're nonsense, right? When I pray for the, for the sick, I go, hey, here's what I'm doing, just so you know. But uh, I, the only reason I want to know, hey, what's going on, so I know where to place my energy, my focus when I pray. And I, I literally try just visualize his unlimited wealth, his, his, his warmth, his strength, his... his uh, his healing grace, everything about him just flow through every atom in that part of their body a hundred times more powerful than normal. And I've learned now is like, 
So I just tell them now, I'm like, hey, you're gonna, you're gonna experience this sensation because I've realized that when, when the energy is flowing, if, if you turn on a, a, a heater, like the typical heater at Home Depot, it's current flowing through there that lights up these filaments, right? There's resistance in that. So once, once energy is flowing and there's resistance in matter, what happens to the matter? It heats up. That's why so many guys, like now I go, <clears throat> before I, I wouldn't go, ah, oh, you, don't, you don't have to feel anything. I almost always feel it now. And I, I can tell, right, when they're like, oh, I, I could feel it. Could you? They're like, yeah, I was getting warm. And Les, we were talking about that today, and he's like, man, it's coming out of my fingers even as we speak today. I was like, yeah, man, it's cool, isn't it? So I think that's cool. So the quantum model states that all possibilities exist in the present moment now. So how fast can things happen? We would call that a miracle. God calls it me. I'm in and through and withhold everything, so there's no distance in me. Because I'm, I'm through and withhold. I'm, I'm everything, and you're in me, and I'm in you. And there's no distance. That's weird, I know, but that's what you try to imagine. So we pray sometimes thinking, God, this is going to take a long time. No, it can happen now. And that should get exciting, isn't it? To me, it is. So, all right. So it gives you permission to choose a new future. So all of you guys have permission. Ask. Does he tell you what you have to ask about? No, he says all things and anything, right? It gives us permission to choose a new future for yourself and observe it into reality. Meaning, you know what? I place my attention on only what I want. So that's what he was telling his 15-year-old daughter. He said, you're going to have to when you get up and meditate, we would just call it prayer, where we put our focus and attention on something. So I would just put your focus and attention on what you desire, and quantum physics does what? You can observe it into reality. Whatever you place your attention on will turn into matter. It's not just scripture. Science proves this over and over and over and over and over. That should give you some relief, in my opinion. Then, oh, okay. So anyway, all right, let's go to this last slide. You guys want to know how, how I pray? Okay. You can do this any way you want, all right? I'm going to kind of tell you how I do it, and I'll just walk you through it a little bit if you want. So I would encourage you, you don't have to breathe, but almost every prayer, etc. if you look at heart math, they start to, to tell you to get incoherent. If something's incoherent, what does that mean? It's in disarray. Most of the time, like they put encephalographs, EEGs on your brain, and they, they have these heart monitors. Most of the time, your brain and your heart are... They're not in, science is this, is they're, they're all out of sync. And so if you have a wave like this and another one's the exact opposite, what happens to that waveform? It cancels it out. So if there's no current flowing or, or strange current flowing, what's going to happen? Chaos, right? And literally, they can show you over and over and over. If you just start breathing and you start putting energy into your brain or you start activating that pineal gland, the heart actually gets the brain to start going in coherence with it meaning the same signal. Guess what? If two, if two signals are signaling at the same time, what happens to the signal? It's bigger. It amplifies, right? That's why I love the science of this stuff. It's like, God, it makes sense. So, so you literally, I, if you don't want to breathe, that's fine, but I would just encourage you, like, take a deep breath, just go, and let it out. Just do it. Come on, act, act like you're participating. If you do it like 10 times once, And really suck one in, right? And some of you guys start feeling almost euphoric a little bit in your head. Nobody? If you start breathing, right? I, I, I was sharing with Les today. It's like when Barb and I went through survival training at the Air Force Academy, they're like, listen, most of you guys are going to be pilots. And if you ever get shot out of an airplane and you fall behind enemy lines, first thing they told us to do is you got to take a deep breath. Why do they tell you to take a deep breath? Calm down. It gets your heart and your brain in coherence and drink some water. They said, if you, start, if you start just going in your head and your heart, you're going to make the wrong decision almost every time. Well, most people live their life that way. They're just, they're, their brain is like thinking about 18 million things, and their, their heart's responding going, geez, man, settle down, right? So if you take some deep breaths and really just kind of, I would just close your eyes if you need to. I like to close my eyes. And it's really interesting. Anything spiritual, like a lot of you guys, if you give your wife a kiss, don't most of you close your eyes? Yeah, because you're trying to experience something spiritual, like emotional. Does that, does that make sense? So anyway, and you can, you know, heart math, uh, different meditations. You can go look at any of these meditations. Christian meditation too. They'll tell you, hey, breathe, breathe. 
And really what's happening, guys, is the, the more oxygen you get, you're shutting down this analytical mind where we're thinking about 8 million things. Because most of you guys, when you start this, you go, hey, concentrate on your heart for 10 seconds. And like second two, you're going to go, yeah, I wonder if it's working. Does that make sense? And so you'll get better at it, honestly, where, hey, I'm only going to see and feel what I want. So when I'm praying for the sick, I don't pray for cancer to be gone. Does that make sense? What do I do? I see them vibrant and healthy and, man, full of joy and with their family. Because guess what? That is gratitude's the highest frequency. It has the most energy. Does that make sense? That's why it says love never fails. So does it cancel worry? Yes. Does it cancel anxiety? Yes. What's happening? It's literally rewiring your nervous system because it has more energy than that thought, the other thought. So it starts to rewire. So anyway, you guys get it? If you want to breathe, I would just encourage you, hey, close your eyes. Kind of see, visualize. Uh, it was interesting reading the, the book I shared last week, that, that surgeon from India. You don't have to get the book. I was just sharing. It was cool to me because it's from a science perspective. And he says what he does is he, he's, he imagines, he tries to see the, his, the oxygen, the air going in and out of his nose. And all he's really doing, guys, is he's focusing on something else other than his problems. Does that make sense? So he's getting his focus off worry, anxiety, I don't have enough money in my body, this, my relationships, this. He's like, just see your breath going in and out of your nose for a little bit. All he's doing is focusing on something so it calms his heart and brain down. Does that make sense to you guys? If, it, it works anywhere. If, you, if I told you to, hey, focus on your right big toe. Can you guys imagine your right big toe? That's, that's all focus is, is you place it on something and you keep it there. Now, most of your brains are going to go, just keep it there as best you can. Does that make sense? All right. So then I, I, what I try to do is, is uh, I try to imagine everything who he is because Scripture says, I just showed it to you, he's in and through and withholds everything. In him I am. So I just try to imagine his warmth, his love, his perfect abundance, everything he is. It's like, wow, Lord, start to flow down my head. Into my, into my throat area. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. I just thank you, Father, that your warmth, your healing, your abundance, everything you are is one with me. I just thank you for that. It's flowing through every atom in my body right now. <sighs> down through my heart, out through my hands, all the way down through my legs. Father, I just thank you that it's, that your love is expanding 100 times more powerful than normal right now. It's, it's affecting my whole household. It's affecting Colorado Springs. It's affecting this nation. My, that love and who you are is flowing through every part of me. Thank you, Father, that it's unlimited healing. It's unlimited abundance. I have access to all of it. Does that make sense? I'm kind of going ahead of what I do. But that's what I, I try. I see it in my mind doing that. So then, then I would go, hey, what are you trying to do? You're trying to change your finances? Are you trying to change your health? Are you trying to change your uh, relationships? You want a $7,500 shopping spree? That's there too. So, so you see what you desire your life to look like. Just like she said, you see it in your imagination. And how would you feel as if your prayer was already answered? Some of you guys, <clears throat> Brad Jerzak did this a lot in healing prayer. He'd go, where's Jesus? Can you see Jesus in your mind? Where is he? And what's he saying to you? So I like to do that sometimes is when I'm sharing with people, I go, if Jesus was standing right next to you, and is that a truth? Yeah, he's right next, he's in it, in you, not even standing next to you. But in our imagination, we can see him. Because most people think, hey, if Jesus was here today and told me I'd be healed, I'd be so happy. And he's our, he, that's who he is. There's nothing, that, the only darkness is us. There's nothing evil that we have to overcome. Does that make sense? It's our own darkness. So oh, if Jesus was there and he said, hey, what you've, what you've just prayed for, that unlimited abundance, it's already there. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Wouldn't you be grateful? So you see it as if it's already been answered. You feel the gratitude, feel the love. And if you don't know what to be grateful for, in fact, Jeremy, you were just sharing this with me. I love it. He's like, I have this, uh, uh, I'm not going to share what he shared with me, but he's like, there's a thing that this happened in my life, and I was so grateful when that happened. I was like, wow, Lord, you are the bomb. You're so good. I'm like, yeah, that works, is whatever you're grateful for. For me, I'm like, you know thank you, Lord, that I live in this country. I thank you that I'm with my wife and kids almost all the time. Man, you're so good to me. I thank you that 
as a family, we're, we're traveling all over the world together as a family, healing millions of people, their bodies, teaching them to live in abundance, teaching them how to have great relationships. Thank you. That's what I get joy out of. So that, I, I, I start doing that because I'm grateful for that. Does that make sense? So whatever you're grateful for is great. And so then just know this is, hey, you don't have to figure it out. This is where most people get mixed up. They pray for this thing, and then immediately they go, now develop, I got I to gotta make a plan and work my plan. What did that girl say? As soon as I do that, I step out of unlimited possibility. Psalm 37.4 says what? Delight yourself in the Lord, trust in him, commit it to him. It literally says roll it back over to him, and what will happen? He'll do it, right? Be anxious for nothing. Hey, cast all of your cares where? To him. So does it say work your plan? What will happen is ideas, things will come to you. It's really fascinating to me. So, and you know what? If you have to work your plan, you're back into, if I do this, then this will happen. You're, not, you're, you're out of the perfect now. Does that, does that make sense? Un, the quantum says, whatever you desire at any time is available now. Most of the time when we start working our plan, how long is it going to take? As long as the plan's going to take. Does, does that make sense? It's unrealistic, isn't it? Does, does that make sense to you guys? So how fast can it happen? No. And if it doesn't happen now, it doesn't matter because you know what? You got to remember the secret of the kingdom of God is what I plant in my heart, we know not how, but will it produce a harvest? Yes. So your job is not to worry about how it's going to happen. Give that to him. He's much more powerful than you are. Does that help? All right, let's go to this last slide. Anybody want to do this? Okay. So I'm just going to kind of walk you through it. So let's just take some deep breaths, guys. And just try to picture it going in and out of your nose, if that helps, to so get your focus off all the worries, the distractions, the, the body. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, that your warmth, your love, your perfection, your abundance is in and through, and through every atom in their body, through all of them. And everything you are, everything you have is available at any time, all the time. We're just one with perfect love. We just thank you for that, Father. Let's let your perfect love, your light, your warmth just start going down all their, from the top of their head. Oh, just saturate their hair with it, Lord. Let it drip down their face. Thank you, Father, that your perfect love is healing every part of them as it flows through them. Wrong ideas, wrong beliefs is just washed away. In Jesus' magnificent name. Let's let it start going through their, their heart. And just picture it starting to go through your body. Thank you, Father. It goes through their arms, through their, the very tips of their fingers, down through their midsection, through their groin area, down through their legs, all the way through their toes. Thank you, Father, that your warmth, your light, your perfection, your healing, everything you are is touching every atom in every part of their body. And just let it be a hundred more times powerful, Lord, that they can actually see it starting expanding from them around their bodies, around everything. They swim in you. In you we are, I am. So we just thank you for that, Father. And now, guys, whatever you're working on, whatever it is, whatever it's health, whatever it's your finances, whatever it's relationships, just know that perfect love removes any doubt, any wrong thing. So if Jesus is standing right next to you right now, and just in your imagination, you'll have to do it out loud so nobody has to know what you're dealing with, is... So, Jesus, will you give me that healing? Will you give me that abundance? Will you give me that restoration in marriage, that restoration of relationships? And he says, yes, I guarantee you. Thank you, Father. How would you feel when he's standing right next to you and says, I, yes, I love you perfectly. You're my spotless bride. You're, you're perfect in every way, in my opinion. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Whatever we plant in our heart, you say yes, and it will return. We don't have to worry how it happens. So, Father, I thank you that you're so fantastic. And start to just feel that gratitude. You can, if you need to verbalize it, that's fine. It's like, thank you, Father. I'm so thankful and grateful that I have unlimited abundance. I'm free from all of the stuff. I have perfect health. I'm so thankful and grateful that even as I speak, you're healing every part of my body. I don't have to worry about if I'm doing it right. You do it. You flow through every part of me. Thank you, Father, I have unlimited abundance. Thank you, Father, that all things are possible. You even restore these, these marriages. You restore these relationships. 
His perfect love deals with all of it. We just say thank you for it. Thank you, Father, that you're doing it as we speak. It's flowing through every part of me. It's a hundred times more powerful than normal. It's going through every part of my body, around me, through me. And I just give it back to you. I cast it back to you. All the cares, etc., because I know that you will do it. Your perfect love for me is if I ask, I have it so that my joy may be full. I just thank you that it's done. In Jesus' magnificent name. Amen, amen, amen. You can do it as long as you want, but you can do it that short too. Does that help you guys? You can do it your own way. If you have your own meditation, your own prayer, whatever, this just works for me. This just works for me. So the main thing you need to do is see it as if it's already done with gratitude. And you got to work up the gratitude sometimes. It helps when you breathe because your brain's starting to get that oxygen. You start to feel euphoric. You feel better. And if you feel better, what happens? You release a chemical that goes, man, the body's feeling good. And then your body responds and goes, wow, he's feeling good. Then what happens? The thought goes, I feel good. And you, go, you, you start... And literally, I, I watch this stuff on camera. It's fascinating because in your brain, you have these neurosynapses. It just means two brain cells are, are connected in a synapse. You guys remember that from high school physics or chemistry? They got these little dangly things. And the, if you're worried, if you're anxious, etc., and you start feeling, Dispenza would call it an elevated emotion. It's, it's Philippians 4. Grateful. If there's any virtue, if there's love, it's his joy. Think on these things. There's a reason behind it, guys. Because as you start thinking, wow, I'm so thankful, I'm so grateful, Lord, you can, in real time, it starts, these synapses start separating, and they go find other neural pathways and connect over here. It's so cool. Amen? So, you're released in Jesus' name. Sorry I went long. I just wanted to share that with you. But if you need prayer, come on up, guys, and we'll just do this with you. God bless you guys. Mm-hmm.